Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I know a lot of you are focused still on the story of cocaine being found at the White House. And I'm going to give you an update on that. And there's some good news. James Comer has come out saying they are now officially seeking information from the Secret Service about that cocaine found at the White House. The Republican-led House Oversight and Accountability Committee says they will assess the security practices of the White House, and they are seeking information from the head of the U.S. Secret Service after a bag of cocaine was discovered near a lobby in the West Wing over the weekend. Representative James Comer of Kentucky, he's the chairman of the oversight panel, is sending a letter to the U.S. Secret Service director to request more information about the incident and a staff-level briefing on the matter by July the 14th, in other words, giving them one week. Quote, the presence of illegal drugs in the White House is unacceptable and a shameful moment in the White House's history, Comer wrote. The oversight chairman said that the alarming incident requires a committee to examine the security practices at the White House and determine whose failures led to an evacuation of the White House and finding of the illegal substance. An initial test of the substance conducted by the District of Columbia Fire Department indicated it was cocaine. And subsequent testing confirmed the finding. The cocaine was in a Ziploc bag and found in a cubby used by visitors to store cell phones and other personal items in an area where the West Executive Entryway exists, on the ground floor of the West Wing. White House Press Secretary has told reporters that the area, quote, is heavily trafficked, implying that this is somehow like Disney World or a Starbucks line. It's not. That is a lie. The other thing, she said, is staff and visitors, including those taking tours. Tours took place on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The White House has now confirmed, trying to distance themselves from this being possibly something connected directly to the Bidens. Now, to be clear, there's a very good chance that we're never going to know who this is because of the cover-up, not because they don't know. The amount of cameras and the amount of people in that area that are watching is astronomical. The idea that we can't figure this out is a lie. I'm going to have more on this coming up in a little bit because there's another bigger story that you need to know about. Now, what I'm about to share with you 
is something that I'm going to need you to not only take, but share this on social media, wherever you can. There is a missing witness, a missing Biden corruption witness, a missing corruption case witness by the name of Dr. Gall Luft, who is now detailing his allegations against the president's family. He obviously, Luft, is afraid for his life. He is afraid he's going to be taken out. He is basically on the run, in essence. He has put out a video explaining the corruption of the Bidens. Now, the media is going to, they would rather cover cocaine at the White House than cover this story. I have a transcript in front of me of what he has said to the public. I also have the audio, the entire audio for you that I'm going to play right now. You're probably going to want to take notes on this, and you're going to want to listen carefully to what he says. You can tell that as he's doing this, what I would refer to as almost like a hostage video, he is terrified for his life and his future. Listen carefully to what this man has to say. Good day. My name is Dr. Gal Luft. For the past 20 years, I have been the co-director of the Institute for the Analysis of Global Security a Washington-based think tank focused on energy security. For the past 15 years, I've been a resident of Israel, and for four years, I was senior advisor to the China energy company CFC, at the same time of its dealings with the Biden family. Under normal circumstances, I would be testifying before Congress about my experience with CFC. Sadly, due to circumstances I shall describe here in this video, uh, I am forced to tell you this story via video. My ordeal goes back to uh, a fatal decision I made in March of 2019 to share with the US government my knowledge about the Biden family's relations with CFC. As I said, it was in March of 2019 in a two-day uh, session at the U.S. Embassy in Brussels. I insisted that the meeting take place in March because at the time there were rumors that Joe Biden was planning to run for president. I saw it as my civic duty to alert the government beforehand and give it enough time to probe the issue. I want to be clear, I'm not a Republican, I'm not a Democrat, I have no political motive or agenda. I did it out of deep concern that if the Bidens were to come to power, the country would be facing the same traumatic Russia collusion scandal, only this time with China. Sadly, because of the DOJ's uh, cover-up, this is exactly what happened. The DOJ sent to Brussels a delegation of six uh, people two prosecutors from the Southern District of New York by the names of Daniel Reichenthal and Catherine Ghosh, and four FBI agents. One of them was Special Agent Joshua Wilson from the Baltimore Field Office, which also happens to cover the state of Delaware. Now you want to ask yourself, why did the government dispatch to Europe so many people? Why six? Why not two? 
The answer is that they knew very well that I'm a credible uh, witness and that I have insider knowledge about the group and the individuals that enrich the Biden family. Over an intensive two-day two meeting, um, I shared my information about the Biden family's financial transactions with CFC, including specific dollar figures. I also provided the name of Rob Walker, who later became known as Hunter Biden's bagman. Uh, yet, as we now know today from the whistleblower testimony, uh, Gary Shapley, it took the DOJ a whole 21 months to probe the issue and to actually talk to Walker. But perhaps the most alarming information I revealed was of a mole within the DOJ who shared classified information with Hunter Biden and his Chinese partners. I told the DOJ that Hunter was closely associated with a very senior retire, retired FBI official who had distinct physical characteristic. Let me just pause there. I want you to be very clear about what he just said. You have a man that just said that there was a mole in our government that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden were using to give information to our adversaries in China. This is a man that worked with CEFE. This is a man that understood who all was involved here. The CEFE, the CEFE Secretary General, Pat, Dr. Ho, paid Hunter Biden millions of dollars. This is a guy who is now telling you that they had a mole in our government that was giving intel and information to those that were paying the Bidens. This is a guy that worked with CEFE. This is a guy that understands the money, told them where the money was going, showed them and gave them names. And now he's afraid that someone's going to kill him. He's in hiding. And he's basically telling you the story now because he has no other option but to tell you this story. For his own safety, he has to basically come tell you everything because our government has covered it up. He had one eye. One of the FBI agents at the time even told me, you know, that would be very easy for us to find. There aren't that many one-eyed people in the Bureau. The information I provided the FBI in March of 2019 was fully corroborated nine months later when the famous laptop belonging to Hunter Biden, which contained all the emails and receipts, was handed to the FBI. And guess who seized the laptop from the computer repair shop? It was Special Agent Joshua Wilson, who was with me in Brussels earlier. In other words, the FBI knew about, uh, from me, about the Biden-CFC deals, before they got hold of the laptop, way before. They had enough time to investigate the issue, but they didn't. After Brussels, I never heard back from the DOJ, but instead of showing appreciation for my whistleblowing, I became public enemy number one. Over the past four years that followed, me, my family, my friends, my associates, we were all harassed, intimidated, and finally, I was prosecuted. 
Despite all that, on the eve of the 2020 elections, I sent my lawyer to Washington to meet with then acting Deputy Attorney General, Mr. Richard Donahue, to ensure he was informed about the information I had given his department in Brussels 19 months earlier. And also to warn him that there may still be a mole within the DOJ. Mr. Donahue confirmed to my lawyer that he was aware of my claims, but now we learn from the IRS whistleblower that it was Rich Donahue himself who suspended the investigation a few weeks earlier on September 4th, 2020, on the ground that it was, quote, too close to the elections. Finally, in February this year, I was arrested in Cyprus on an extradition request from the Southern District of New York, the very same office that met with me uh, in Brussels. The seven-count indictment said I violated the export, uh, Arms Export Control Act, and if I convicted, I would face up to 100 years in prison. While I was detained in Cyprus, I was portrayed in the international media as an arms dealer, even though I never traded a bullet in my entire life. In fact, nowhere in my indictment the DOJ claimed or presented evidence that I bought, sold, shipped, or financed any weapons. So let's be clear, and I, I'm, I'm breaking this down for you because it's important. This guy's a whistleblower. This guy's giving intel that all backs up. This guy is telling the government of the United States of America at the highest levels the corruption that we have here in this administration with this man, Joe Biden, that he's compromised. It's a problem. And this happens, and instead of him being treated like a whistleblower, they go for a full-on investigation into him and then charge him as an arms dealer, implying that he is actually a bad guy. Now, none of this would have happened if he wouldn't have come forward as a whistleblower. But when you whistleblow on the president of the United States of America, Joe Biden, or the former vice president for corruption, and your guys are in charge of the DOJ and the FBI, and we know what they have done, we know what they've lied to us about, then apparently you just say, okay, well, how do we silence this guy? All right, well, let's indict him. Now, maybe that won't work, right? There's, there's a chance that that wouldn't work. Okay, well, if we indict him, then at the bare minimum, it would discredit him. And that is the game plan here. We will discredit him by indicting him. And if we can pull that off, then we win. That's the game plan, and that's what they are doing. That's what he's telling you right now. In other words, don't whistleblow because if you whistleblow and tell them the truth and show them facts, this Biden administration will actually come after you and indict you for charges for things that you've never done out of thin air. Now, there's some people that are going to hear this and say, okay, that sounds a little crazy, right? That sounds a little ridiculous. Okay, there's a chance. Let's, let's, let's just go down that road. Well, they also said that Donald Trump colluded with the Russians and did that for four years to undermine him. For years, they undermined the president of the United States of America, saying that Russian collusion was real. It never happened. We know that it never happened. In fact, we know the FBI knew that the Steele dossier was a lie, and they allowed it to move forward anyway. We know that they knew that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden 
uh, knew as well that it was a lie. We know that they knew that Hillary Clinton and the Democrat National Committee is who paid for that dossier to be created. We know that. All of this we know. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Let me also tell you about our friends at Augusta Precious Metals. Have you been saving a long time for retirement? Well, if you have, you've probably been really stressed out over the last year with interest rates have been skyrocketing, inflation issues, bank failures, uh, and people that have actually lost some money in their retirement accounts. If you aren't invested and diversified in gold, you should check out Augusta Precious Metals. Augusta Precious Metals, they're just different. They'll even tell you if a gold IRA isn't your answer. They give you the facts about gold and precious metals. It's all about protecting your IRA and protecting your 401k in this crazy economy. And it's so important if you're in retirement or close to retirement because there's no time to make up losses. Now, if you've had those losses, you know what I'm talking about. So if you've saved $100,000 or more, take a look at their free guide that they'll send you. And they'll do a one-on-one conference with you to talk about your financial portfolio. Both are filled with economic insights, and their gold IRA info will give you peace of mind of knowing that, hey, you can protect your hard-earned dollars. 877, the number four, gold IRA. That's 877, the number four, gold IRA. Or visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com, or 877, the number four, gold IRA. When they were impeaching the president of the United States of America, the people of the DOJ and the FBI that knew that everything was a lie they were impeaching him on, the, the, this, uh, this Russian collusion, they did nothing to stop it. So is it far-fetched to believe that this guy is actually, in fact, telling the complete and utter truth here? And the only, thing, the only crime he committed was actually telling the truth about a high-ranking government official whose friends then said, we got you, don't worry, we're going to discredit this guy, we're going to try to put him in prison forever. Is it any different what they have done with Donald Trump raiding his home? Is it any different than what they did in trapping uh, General Flynn? Is it any different than what James Comer did? Is it any different than them spying on Donald Trump in the campaign? 
Is it every, any different than locking up people around Donald Trump and going after uh, his you know, former executives, hoping they would have something on Donald Trump they could give in exchange? Remember, they went after the Trump organization. They went after his former uh, CFO of the, of the Trump organization, trying to find garbage on Donald Trump so they could get rid of him, and, and they found nothing. It is not crazy to think that this man is telling a story right now that is absolutely accurate. And the intel that he's given up that we now know about checks out. Every bit of his story so far checks out. So think about that. Listen to even more of what he had to say. I was also charged with acting as an unregistered agent of CFC, which is a FARA violation. The DOJ says that I caused the payment of $6,000 a month to former CIA director James Woolsey um, in order to put his name on an article I had ghostwritten for the China Daily newspaper. Nowhere in the indictment, the DOJ mentioned the well-known fact that Mr. Woolsey had been uh, an advisor to my think tank since 2002 and that there was nothing in the article that represented Chinese interest, to the contrary. The notion that I, Gal Luft, spoon-fed a CIA director with policy proposals on China, treating him like a useful idiot, is not only an insult to the intelligence community, it is an insult to the intelligence of every American, the U.S. government claims that I acted on behalf of CFC, and therefore I'm a foreign agent. But let me tell you a little secret. The same CFC that the U.S. government claims was associated with the Chinese intelligence and, quote, an international criminal organization, was a 501c3 charitable organization registered in the state of Virginia and approved by the IRS. The same organization was also a major donor to the Clinton Foundation and Columbia University. Needless to say that none of their executives were charged for any wrongdoing. If CFC was indeed a foreign entity tied so closely to the PRC, why was it allowed to operate freely as a public charity? Why did the government expose taxpayers to the risk of funding an entity it knew at the time was so compromised? Why did they, did they not warn anybody? Isn't the role of government to protect its people? I'm also being charged for making a false statement in Brussels. But why was I in Brussels to begin with? Was I there to eat Belgian waffles? The DOJ charged me for making a statement in a voluntary meeting that would have never come to bear if not for my good citizenship. So in other words, they entrapped him. They said, let's have a meeting. Want to hear what you say. It's a voluntary meeting. This isn't a meeting that they forced upon him and said, get a lawyer. We're coming after you. This is a voluntary meeting for information. They say, oh, you gave us a false statement. Why won't the DOJ make my indictment public? Do it. Make my day. Put it on your website so that every American can see the nature of the allegations against me, the quality of the evidence. And the length the government is willing to go to weaponize the justice system to punish whistleblowers like me. I have another idea. Why won't the FBI 
submit to Congress the minutes from the Brussels meeting. Let everybody see what happened in Brussels. Why not? Are you trying to protect anything? Are you trying to protect anybody? I also hope that the DOJ can explain why they targeted me in Cyprus and not in my home country of Israel, where I reside most of the time. After all, the U.S. shares a bilateral extradition treaty with Israel. So if any of my crimes are real and serious, and this is not just political prosecution, why did the U.S. need to sneak up on me during a short visit to Cyprus? Do they not trust the Israeli judicial system to judge this issue on its merits? What's going on here? Also, why did the DOJ wait six whole years, well beyond the statute of limitation, to indict me? And why did the DOJ choose to unseal to the, the indictment on November 1st, 2022, the very same week of the midterm elections? Could this have anything to do with the fact or the fear that once Republicans gain control over Congress and begin to investigate, their cover-up would be in full display? And perhaps the biggest question of all, why am I being indicted for FARA for a ghostwriting an innocuous article for which I received no payment, let alone from a foreign government, when the mother of all FARA cases, the Biden's systemic influence peddling on behalf of foreign governments for which they raked millions, goes unpunished? This is, in a nutshell, why I decided to act the way I did. Because I do not have faith uh, that I would receive a fair trial in a New York court. Let me tell you why. CFC Secretary General Dr. Patrick Ho, who paid Hunter Biden a million dollars for God knows what, was not allowed to mention the word Biden before the jury when he was tried in New York in 2018. The very same prosecutor who is now after me, Daniel Reichenthal, told the judge at the time that mentioning the name Biden would, quote, add a political dimension to the case. And the judge agreed. Which means that if I'm ever brought before a U.S. court, I would not be allowed to utter the word Brussels or Biden. And the real context of my arrest, me being patient zero of the Biden family investigation, would be hidden from the jury. Let it sink in. I, who volunteered to inform the U.S. government about potential security breach and about compromising information about a man vying to be the next president, am now being hunted by the very same people whom I informed and may have to live on the run for the rest of my life. I warned the government about potential risk to the integrity of the 2020 elections if convicted by a U.S. court would never be able to vote again in the U.S. elections. Just think about it and ask yourself, who's the real criminal in this story? Thank you for listening. You listen to this man and you hear what he has to say and you listen to the timeline and you listen to the six plus years they waited to then charge him with crimes and then they charge him with not uh, a felony, by the way, a fair violation. 
something that clearly Hunter Biden had done countless times. He actually took money. We have over 100 suspicious activity reports tying him to foreign money, including from Russian oligarchs tied directly to Vladimir Putin. We have money from Ukraine. We have money from Romania. He was clearly lobbying the U.S. government, his father, and setting up meetings at the White House as a lobbyist. Did he ever register as a foreign agent? No. But they're saying this guy penned an article, an op-ed, that he says he didn't get paid for that dealt with China Energy, and they're saying that that was a FARA violation because he didn't register as a foreign agent. We also know that fair violations are something else that this administration is obsessed with, right? Something they've charged people connected to Joe Biden, or excuse me, to Donald Trump with. It's an I got you, except the Biden crime family, and apparently it's a dozen people in that family that have taken money from foreign governments. Did any of them register as foreign agents? The answer is no. None of them did. None of them registered as foreign agents. But this guy comes forward as a whistleblower, to tell you about the crimes that were committed. And what ends up happening? They go after him six years after the fact. After the statute of limitations had run out. They go for him in a radical court in New York. They don't go and work with Israel, because I'm pretty sure Israel would have said, screw you, we're not going to be a part of this. And they do it and harass him, and now, as he described it, and he's absolutely right, He is on the run for the rest of his life. This is pure corruption from the Biden crime family to bury anyone that gets in their way and to silence anyone who gets in their way. There is no other way to look at this. There's no other way around this. It is abundantly clear that this is their message that they are sending. You do not screw with us. And by the way, everything that he just said is verifiable. All these names he's talking about, all these events he's talking about as a whistleblower. We, you've heard all this from this podcast, from this show. We've been putting all this out there for months and months and months. This has all been verified in Congress from the investigation, from James Comer, from FBI whistleblowers coming from her, from, from IRS whistleblowers who have come forward. We have seen all of this from Johnson and Grassley's investigation. There's nothing this man has said that has not been verified to our knowledge to be factual. And now he's on the run for doing the right thing. I'm going to say it again. If you don't share this, no one hears it. Grab the podcast, share it everywhere. Let people hear directly from this man and what the Biden administration has done to his life. Let everyone understand just how dangerous it is to tell the truth now in this Biden administration and then understand what risk the whistleblowers are making, the risk that they are taking, putting their lives at risk, their families at risk. And that is not an understatement. See you back here tomorrow. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.